Charlemagne, are we live? <laughs> we live. <laughs> we live. Ah, the voice I wanted to hear for a little while. Hello, babes. Good morning. He- Hello. Good morning. Actually, mid morning. Yeah, good afternoon. Good Essie's back. Essie, hi. We're in the building. Look at my teeth. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> For uh, if you're if you're <laughs> listening or watching this, yeah, if you can't see Essie, she's still looking scrumptious. Eyebrows still doing a madness, you know. Eyelash still there, still there, still popping, still popping. I mean, it's obviously it's not at ten as it should be, but we're at a solid five. You know? You've got to give other people a day off, you know. Give people a chance. Yes. <laughs> you got to give the streets a chance, man. Oh god. How have you been? How have you been? I've been fine. I've been alright. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. You know, the first um first couple of weeks of isolation or the first because I've been at home like because I was working from home and whatever so it's not like I was based out of an office so at first there wasn't really like a major transition the only transition was that the fact that no I couldn't go to places even if I wanted to then like it just hit me I was like oh my god this is awful and I was was so depressed so stressed and I got myself out of fuck and then the last week I was in like I think it was just the pressure of like just being online all the time. It just got to yeah. me, and it just gave me mad anxiety. But I'm good now. I'm good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're back to normal. That's I'm good back. to hear. Now, I mean, obviously for the man, them our um, regiment and regime <laughs> is a little bit different. Yeah, for the average guy, anyway, it's very much um, go and get your hair cut. Yeah, that's our pampering session. I know there are men that do the whole manicure, pedicure. Shouts out to them dons there. Mm. You know, Vans is part of that community. He goes and gets his toes done regularly. Good, good. Yeah, so um, I've got I've got some indoor stuff that I can do. Um, so other than that, I think for us is we're just embracing our edges, man. Our edges. So the man that was talking that was talking crazy about the black women's hair and yeah. that we out here, yeah. man. Four C hair yeah. in it. Look, <laughs> you know what? I see so many guys that have the, the beard, the grizzle, and I'm like, this looks lovely. Yeah. lovely I love it but yeah I ordered a nail kit like I was, I'm gonna start doing acrylics and everything because I've done this hand which is all right but this hand okay. oh whoa 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 <laughs> whoa small steps baby steps well exactly we're getting there very slowly but um, I want to pick you up though Why? um maybe like a couple weeks ago you did the Instagram live for us oh yes yes I did that was at the beginning of quarantine everyone was active <laughs> Yeah, when everyone's super active on yeah, the lives, yeah. quarantine radio was going crazy. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, that already started by then. Obviously, all the verses and all the DJs were, were spinning long, long, long sets. Yeah. And um, yeah, you did, did the madness for us. The, the streets so appreciated it. So People no, were even tuned in and they were like, oh, I see. Like, thanks. Thanks, guys. You, you managed to um, slip about 17 Beyonce records into the mix. The people asked for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if they didn't, would you have given it to them regardless? I said. 100%, yeah. 100%. Well, that's a good place to start, man. I think um, you're the best person to speak to. Mm. So um, it come out of nowhere, or it felt like to me come out of nowhere. The Savage Anthem um, by Mega Stallion. Wow. He's been doing a madness all over, what was it, TikTok? Yeah, it was on TikTok, yeah. It was on TikTok. So that helped, obviously. I think it's a banger regardless, but obviously it being on there has helped it grow bigger mm-hmm. whilst we're at home. Everyone's doing the challenges, doing the dances, mm-hmm. doing their response videos. And in that kind of situation, like you hear that, I saw the TikTok before I heard the song in full. So I only okay. heard the song in full like two weeks ago, honestly, when I played it on radio. I, I, I didn't. Yeah. Even though she released it, was it a tape? I think she dropped and the song was on there. Or she released the song. Yeah. I just didn't listen to it in full. I heard the chorus. I was enough. That was enough for me. And then I heard it. I was like, oh, this song's cute. And then Beyonce, we were all sick of it. Beyonce said, hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> You're going to go back and relearn this song. And we're going to yeah. get, get involved in it. 
Hmm, give me your thoughts. So she she dropped a verse on wow. this. No, not just one verse though. This is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. When Beyonce does something, yeah, she's not just do it for doing its sake. It's not like she's gonna email mm. Megan a verse and say, "Oh, here, hold that." No, no, it's a whole new song. She gave new verses, new vocals. Megan gave us new verses. It's like back in the day when people used to do remixes, it used to be a remix. Now, yeah, when you hear a remix, this is what winds me up so much about UK music. When people do a remix. They email in their verse and the, the verse is attached to the end of the song. There's only certain people who have done like songs of each other and then one person's vocal is on the other person's vocal and it's it's like cohesive, it's like flowing together. It's not just a block yeah. of, of lyrics t- p- copied and pasted to the end of the track. So, um, yeah, Beyonce, like, she went in and you could, even if they went in and she did together, Beyonce layered her vocals over Megan's, which for me personally, as I said, if I was an artist and I got asked to do a remix, I would do that naturally. I wouldn't just send in a random verse that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know I mean? So, yeah, that was that. And then also, as we know, Beyonce, hardest rapper in the game. <laughs> Again, your agenda, back. The streets are saying that um, she's, got, she's got a famous ghostwriter for them lyrics, though. Talk to me. How do you feel about... No, um, that theory because, that she didn't write them bars because there was a that that person you're talking about tweeting and said, Yeah, BB rapping or whatever. Yeah, BK, like she be, she be spitting. We know she does. She's rap. We'll say it's an acclaimed songwriter. Don't even, don't, if she could write songs that win people yeah. awards, then she can write small, a small rap. See you know what I'm saying? You said a small local 16. Like 16. Little... Come on, come on. Obviously, I'm sure yeah, he mean... helped or he was in the song, but you're just a star. I'm sure he was in the studio and he said, oh, yeah, what about this, what about this? But she's a songwriter. It's not like she's an artist that they built from, from scratch. She, she's been writing lyrics. So if yeah. she raps them or she sings them, she's been doing it. So. And who, who is that he you're referring to? Because obviously, obviously the person who she says a house with. <laughs> 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 oh, my children. <laughs> my like Jay-Z like with the lyrics. I like Jay-Z. I'm not part of I hate Jay-Z hive. Really. Yeah. What's that rustling over there? Is that Do that if you hear from me. Just do oh, that. Sorry. Yeah. The bundles. yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we've got a little bit of rustling in the background. But um, there was a thing. There's a what's the what's the infamous line on there? That's because I feel that's always like the litmus test. If you got a good song at the minute, as a couple, is is there an insta caption in there? Yeah, mine is Big B, and the B stands for bands. That's my personal favorite on that track. She also has a lyric about um her mum. It was like, asked you, so I got this from Tina. And then she says, if you don't jump to put in your jeans, you can't feel my pay. Oh, just there's just there's three verses, so you can pick a lyric from each verse. You can even pick one yeah. of the harmonies. Like it's up to you. But she really went in, she went in, and that song is going to be number one. So you know, is it is it on course to be number one? Is that the... so? Yeah, and two hates town hotties. That like two girls from Houston. Obviously, Megan grew up listening to Beyonce because I feel like Megan is twenty four or twenty five. She's quite young. Yeah. Well, she's not really quite young. She's not that much younger than us. But obviously, we grew up. With Destiny's Child and Beyonce and whatnot, so obviously it's like her idol from the same town. It's just brilliant. Yeah. I think that's the dope thing about it that um, obviously Megan's hot right now, mm. but Beyonce don't need to do any music with anybody really. No, I look at it. Um, but it is dope that she's reached back and has sprinkled a little bit of sauce, a little bit of energy right, right. on someone like Megan, especially her being from the same. Area. City is her. Exactly. exactly. Um, I've seen, if I'm right, I've seen footage of maybe Megan, maybe like two years ago, asking like who she would like. You know the cliche. Yeah, and she was in the radio station. It's like, oh, right, right, right. Beyonce. Mm. Yeah, but, which is dope. Which actually, actually made it happen. So I think as well. Like, is this gone? Um, I was going to say that sometimes when bigger artists collab with the younger artists, it can be to like pull themselves up as well. 
But when Beyonce does something like she doesn't even she doesn't she, she doesn't even she doesn't tweet, she doesn't even post. Like she doesn't, she doesn't <laughs> anything about it. It's literally for Megan. It's not for Beyonce's benefit at all. Like you said. Yeah. Oh wait. So you, you're thinking this, even though like uh, like I said, it's dope. She doesn't need to. Mm. You don't think Beyonce benefits in some way, shape, or form by doing music and Megan Stallion? No, basically. Because what what additional you know plaudits is she gonna get? What addition, like, okay, the song might go to number one. She doesn't care about number one. She hasn't even updated her, like, certifications on when it comes to platinum selling records and stuff. She just doesn't care. And she said that, you know, it's not about getting to number one. She doesn't mm-hmm. care about doing any of that. It's about making music. That's why her albums, some of her albums don't hit number one and she doesn't care. Everything is love. She released that. She even put it on streaming sites for the first two days. She does not care about being the most viral artist or the most talked about artist. What she cares about is cultural changing moments. And she's already shifted culture. So you might say, okay, cool, this is Beyonce inserting herself into recent culture. But then, I don't know, because if she dropped a rap or if she dropped a freestyle, the conversation would be about her again. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I don't I don't I don't I can't see her how she benefits in attaching herself to Megan per se. She's the most pop, one of the most popping female rappers at the moment. Mm. Young Got Energy. Yeah, Megan's one of the yeah. most popping ones at the moment. Um, Young Got Energy, mm. you get to have your your voice, your name attached to the conversations out there at the minute. Um, Young Got Audience say, possibly as well. No, because I think if she she could post a, 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 a Instagram video, a selfie, she could go on live and she'd be yeah. the conversation. She, she'll break, yeah, she'll break records, definitely. So she could post a she'll TikTok and she would be the... With with, <laughs> no, honestly, like, she could post a clip yeah. and she, like, the conversation would be her as opposed to sometimes when older artists collab, not older, but, yeah, older ablets, more established artists collab with the younger ones is to bring themselves back into the conversation because if they did that by themselves, the conversation yeah. would not be about them. But, mm. you know... I wouldn't want to see that though. I'll be honest with you. I'm not really for that. Like, mm. um, I don't know if you listened a couple of episodes ago. We spoke about um, Drake and yeah. Tootsie or Tootsie Slide. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to see Beyonce doing a TikTok, even if if it was just for fun and she was flexing on. They want the primary new music or anything that looked like it was to. She would never do that. Invite comments for a benefit. She would I never. think she's that's she that's that's never. beneath her, it's personally never. speaking. No, um, the closest thing you'll see of her doing a viral thing is when she used to post like. Happy birthday, um, Merry Christmas videos or like International Pride videos. Even her Seven Eleven video is like of her twerking in the dressing room and whatever. That's, I think that's as gimmicky as she'll go. Really, I mean, I she could post a TikTok tomorrow, but I highly doubt it. I highly doubt that. Yeah. I highly doubt. Okay. Like, yeah, no. Go on. That like she hasn't, she hasn't given us her Snapchat. Do you know what I mean? She does not have time. <laughs> she doesn't care about us. She just wants to do her thing. She might drop a little vid and it could be viral, but no. I don't think she's one for inserting herself into younger cultures to stay particularly relevant, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Well, 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 Beyonce is obviously giving everyone the caption about jumping into their jeans and that, so shout out to the big wonder community. Jesus. I don't want to see any corny videos now of like, you know, really, really big bum. Really like making it difficult, babes. You buy your size and then you know, we don't have time for that. We've been jumping into jeans from day. We don't need to put Okay. All right then. <laughs> so are you are you part of the Bing Bunda community? Absolutely. <laughs> are you a- I'm I'm happy you're happy. Absolutely. Put it that way, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much. Claim those but I can see your E in the background as in, the, in there as well. Selfless promotion. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's got to be done at all times. Um, I know I bigged you up earlier about the whole, um, obviously, you going on our live and DJ spinning for a couple hours. Mm. Was it last weekend? Um, you had another live. Oh, yeah. Wait. Showing some of, some of your interview skills. So talk to, my, to our listeners yeah. about... Um, what that was and who that was with. So I had Lyrica Anderson from Love and Hip Hop because she has um, dropped a, a new single called Marriott. And I must say, like, when I heard the song, I was like, Lyrica can really sing. And then, obviously on the show, I knew that she was in the studio with um, her husband, A1. And to be, I'm really honest with you, I just like watching the reunions because I think the reunions, they all look sleepy put together. And you get all the two in the reunion. So when I watched the reunion, um, the, she was saying how she brought in another songwriter into her session. Okay. I was thinking, wow, Lyrica has... And the people she was naming, I was like, oh, they haven't chosen some love and hip-hop. So then when I was doing the research for the interview, she she wrote Jealous for Beyonce, she went for Chris Brown, she went for Ty Dolla Sign. Like, she is a songwriter before... So why the hell is she doing love and hip-hop? Okay. It was to, to showcase her skills as a singer, I think. But obviously, she said on the live that the drama gets in the way. If someone claps back, you have to defend yourself and clap back. So there's no time. Of course. For, and also, I said, personally, when you see someone in the studio on Love and Hip Hop, I mean, even Cardi B, when Cardi was in the studio Love and Hip Hop, none of her songs banged. It was post Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, none of, her, none of Cardi's yeah. songs in, within the show of her arguing yeah. with DJ Self or whatever, none of them popped off. So when you see someone in the studio mm. on Love and Hip Hop, you don't think they ha- actually have the talent. Yeah, because for me, when I watch those things, I'm like, there's never any love. There's never any hip hop. If I'm right, the no. lady you're referring to, she's with a dating the. Is that the Donny that was? You know, on the, on Twitter, he's dancing in the middle of the road. Have you seen that video? No. Um, the guy is he the guy with the coloured dreads? That that the one I'm referring to? Is that the right one? Yes, blonde dreads. Blonde and dreads. Where's that yeah, I'll, I'll send you the video of Donny dancing by the car. So they're married. This is the thing. They're not. It's not even dating. It's a marriage. But oh, okay. the, way, the way this man cheated on her is. Honestly, it's it's it leaves you in a cold sweat. Like he cheated on her <laughs> from the top of the country to the bottom of the country. No, no, but you know, you said man was on a cheating tour. Uh, you know when it's just like, why, why did you keep cheating? He cheated. Imagine there was one episode where a girl who was sitting next to a girl he met on a plane and he took her back to the hotel, I think. And then the girl, he, girls were DMing Lyrica saying, I'm on the plane with your husband and he's done this, this, this. Like, that can't, that's not... Do you know what I'm saying? And obviously that overshadows the fact that they're both producers. He works with Hitmaker, I think, but they're both like established people in the industry before Love and Hip Hop. But that just... So what the fuck are they doing on the show? If you, you already have a career. Like, okay, cool. Maybe I'm reading it wrong, yeah? I can't, I won't act like I'm the most up-to-date when it comes to Love and Hip Hop. My, um, my regular consumption will be back in the day, like yeah. Jim Jones, Chrissy yeah. Era, early days, yeah. Kim Bella, yeah. you know, all that type of stuff. So I've always looked at it as people that were either attached via the guy they were dating or the girl they were dating, but usually the guy they were dating. Yeah. Um, and people that may not necessarily have a lot of talent mm. and are just trying to get some type of shine. So if you're telling me this lady's written for Beyonce, written for this person, mm. her husband's working with Hitmaker. But the thing I is... Don't, I, don't, I don't see the allure of being on a show like that if you're not even, like you said, did it's drama. You don't get to showcase your talent, yeah, really. We're yeah. not even honing in on, like, we now your family drama is being... All the, all the cheating stories in the show. So, yeah, your, your family's getting dragged in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, so now your, your dirty laundry is in the street. I mean, truthfully... Right. I know them for that. I like the video I'm for. I know Donny for that video, but I should know him for his music. Exactly, and I think especially it's tricky. But 
the way women are perceived in music as well, that follows you. Whereas Hitmaker, Young Berg, had all them scandals with Masika and Hazel and whatever, but he was able to rebrand and flip it to Hitmaker and people know him as a making all of these songs. No one thinks about Young Berg thinking, oh, that time he was beefing Masika. No one really cares. But for Lyrica now, it's A1 cheated on you and dragged him. But her music, her music's good and she, she's got a talent, her pen. Her pen speaks for itself, like, she's actually talented. So I understand where she thought maybe, okay, cool, I can show the world what I'm about. And even the first mm. the first episodes of Love or the first couple series, Jim Jones' talent, Yandy talent, the manager. Fair enough, Emily and Kimbella were the spouses or the girlfriends. So, yeah, I mean, to, yeah, I... It's the curse of American reality TV, I must say, because there isn't one program, even Married to the Medicine, these are doctors and doctors' wives. There's not one program where these, these women are not jumping over tables. Yeah, because I don't understand that. You'd be like, oh, this, this fakes up. We'll get off in a second, but this fakes up. So you're sat there at the table. Yeah. There's never any food. The producer set it up. There's, n- it? there's never any drink. If there's juice, it's just there because someone's going to dash a drink at someone at some point. A jug of water. Having these weird conversations. Yeah, a jug of water. Yeah. Having these weird conversations where sat down having this chat about you did this to me, did that to me. Yeah. If it was going to fight, we could have just met up in the street. and We could have. You know, I mean, I, and I'm I sure they, they cut and tell you to reshoot and read. So I've now got to remix my angle. I, I was angry five anger. minutes ago. I know. I know. And it, it, it wouldn't work for someone like me because I cannot be called out of my name. I cannot. I can't be. That, yeah. that, so much would happen. You know, when you, like, you feel the anger come and you start crying, it's that kind of anger. It would be, oh, are you, are you that? Are you? Are you? Uh, if you if you get angry and that, you can't lash out. You start crying. All sorts of be happening. Do you know what I'm saying? So I I can't get called out of my name like that and keep composure. So I understand how it ends up in them kind of things. But then it's like it's your brand now. You can't be fighting on television because. I, but as I said, America is different because Cardi can fight on TV and still be Cardi. So yeah, Americans have a different level of. Uh, I don't know if it's shame is the right word, but everything is sens- sensationalised and accepted more. I think they accept ratchet culture a bit more. Yeah, 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 they do, they do. And the then if you up, are... You know, stiff upper lip and whatever, we have to be proper. But yeah, 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 yeah. And if you are universally liked, for the most part, you'll cut through. So I'm sure there's... I'm sure there are girls on those shows that fight and don't have the acclaim and leverage that maybe a Cardi will do or like... I'm sure, like a K Michelle who's already established prior to going on there, mm. would do so. Even K Michelle or nothing hip hop, but I, it, it, that one, did, it, I got it. I got her initial thought, but it didn't work the way she wanted it to. I don't think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And K Michelle, we we all know that K Michelle can sing, and the K Michelle's biggest storyline is Rashida, um, saying that she don't think she got beat up. Do you know what I'm saying? That's her biggest moment on Love and Hip Hop. Because it's like, oh, I'm going to shake the table. That conversation was, I think, Rashida saying, I don't believe that my man done this to you. And whatever, like, that's her K. Michelle storyline now. What was that? Um, she'd been... Beat up by Memphis, by who's now Toya's husband, remember? And she said that he dragged oh, her okay, and okay, beat okay, her okay, up okay. and he mashed up her face. And Rashida is obviously Toya's friend. Rashida said, I don't believe that happened to you. And that's K. Michelle's takeaway from the show. We know K. Michelle can sing. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it just harkens back to my earlier point about like, if you're truly talented, how mm. much of your talent actually shines through in those shows. Exactly. So, but yeah, no, you sat down with Lyrica. Yeah. Um, you said she got a single coming, and I have a little yeah. tangent. They know us by yeah, now. So, Mar- if you're if yeah, go on. Then I say it. 
No, go on, go on. I'm listening to you. Go on. Oh, I say she's she's lovely. She was she was open. She was answering questions. She was just really nice, and she was like she loves that accent. She was nice. She's she. You could tell she's nice on the show as well. You could tell that she's not here for drama. But yeah, it was a good, it was a really good interview. So, are we going to get more of that throughout quarantine? Are you going to keep feeding the streets of content and wow. activity on the on the internet? Activity on Sanctuary's Instagram. We started a pub quiz, so people come to our pub every week. Which is very good, <laughs> proper fun. Um, have you got peanuts? You got crisps? You got ooh. you got beer at your pub? Well, last last week mm. we had Jaws and we had Maggie, we had Ray, we had all sorts. Oh, this is a black pub. All right, yeah. cool. all right, all right. What? All right. Urban. It's for the Negroes, right. for the Zezaks. Right, you know what guys. I mean? That, that girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. funny. <laughs> when I see people say, <laughs> I literally, you know when you see a tweet yet and it makes you like cough. With laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zezak, you know. <laughs> Where one girl, she was black. She was like, you flipping Zezak. I was like, oh, and it just, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. No, nah, we can't. You know what it is? Because that's, that's actually a slur, if I'm right. It's an Albanian word, word isn't it? Yeah, of course. Like, I know we like jokes. Like, no, I'm I was, of, I everyone, knows, everyone knows me. <laughs> Either you cry or you laugh. I always choose laughter. But let's be careful not to um, appropriate that word and make it a joke thing when... When every man can start it. saying it. Yeah, it was being used as a slur yeah, against us. But I think the reason yeah, we, we had to claim it back was because my girl was saying it's not a slur. Oh, that situation was too wild. Let me not even get involved in that one because... Mm-mm. I mean, we ain't got to do that. I mean, that, no. so um, shouts out to Scully yeah. um, from NS10v10, represent radio, a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's out here doing his thing. He joined us last Thursday yeah. um, for an episode called There's No Signal with myself and Van. Yeah. Um, and we lightly, I wouldn't say lightly, we spent a little bit of time speaking about old tweets, yeah. colorism, yeah. our relationships between black men and black women, mm. holding each other accountable, X, Y, and Z. Obviously, we didn't have a black woman with us in the conversation. Um, and obviously, we had that um, that chat set up to already happen. Yeah. Um, so that was an intentional thing. But Scully did mention that, you know, um, I think when I asked some certain questions, that which I'm not black woman, so maybe I can't answer. Mm. I thought it would be pertinent to have you on. Mm-hmm. Um, you can give me your perspective, and I will promise not to over talk, <laughs> shout, invalidate experiences. <laughs> invalidate. Um, I'll make sure I listen. Uh, I listen to re- um, what's the right term? I'm not listening to my experience. To respond, listen to understand. Listen yeah. to understand. I'm listening to understand. I there you go. I'm growing, you know. Was. I'm growing in quarantine, you know. I'm growing. There <laughs> was one tweet, yeah. <laughs> I can't even tweet it. There was one tweet. Someone was literally a friend. These guys are not listening to Essie. I would not have it. Thank you, Essie, for not backing down. I was like, sis, thank you. You know, you know. Yeah, you defended me though. Still, I saw that you still defended me. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. me to the street. No, 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 no. I was like, it, that's why you know it's good to have different opinions. In this situation, all I can say is. Boy, so I'm 27 now. So 10 years ago, I was 17. This has been happening. 17, was that uni? No, that's second year of college, isn't it? Right? Just, before, yeah, just before uni, last year of college. Right, so this has been happening, yeah, since we were 16. So for over 10 years. Because me and my best mm-hmm. friend, Nikki, we used to be, we started Twitter for J. Cole. So that's the real, that's it. Wholesome. That, I love that. Yeah, that's so wholesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started, I saw someone tweet, I started um, Twitter for minus behavior. Yeah, I said, yeah, that's yeah. J. Cole, yeah. Yeah. So um, we used to be on Twitter, and then we used to see this day in, day out. And this was around the time when black boys were there, like black girls. And I don't know what you people want me to say. If it was like, oh, you guys made this up. No, this, this is this is the reality situation. It's facts, mm. cool. It might not be your fact, it's our facts. And um, we were we were just obviously used to it in 
the school environment and in the world and obviously seeing people and their partners in terms of like footballers and what have you and whatever. Yeah. But then when it moved to Twitter, I was like, these are actually like boys our age and boys who are older than us. So we used to take walks and we used to be like, oh, why do they, why do they do this? And we used to say like, it's self-hate and obviously we know too much. Oh, so you were actually at that time yeah. period having yeah. those conversations yes. yeah. outside of the internet yeah. with your friends trying to figure out why, why this was happening. Exactly. And we were like, obviously it's self-hate and stuff, but we would say like, it's just, yeah, it's internalised self-hate and we know that these black boys are the worst of the worst. I think like, it's very hard to describe, but, it sounds so nuts when you say, you know when a black boy doesn't like black girls. Like, you just know in it. I don't keep any of them around me because mm. you grew up knowing. And then, um, oh, one second. What are you saying? Oh, am I being loud? No, I'm saying Oh, okay, shut my door, please. Thanks, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He said he's got a work call. So like, oh, I'm being loud. Uh, cool. Um, okay, so he just comes to give you the heads up. And yeah, I, yeah. I respect that. Shout out to you. So, yeah, cool. So that was that period. That was 10 years ago. So you were saying that you could, even then and now, mm. you can tell, like, you know, like, you've got your spidey sense. You can tell when a black man is attracted but, to you. But it's not even an attraction thing because not being attracted to someone, for some reason, for certain types of black guys, comes with a level of disrespect that I'm not attracted to um, men over 60. Yeah? Let's just say... Are you ageist, Essie? You were ageist? I mean, I mean, with the right bank account, mm. I'm joking. I'm attracted to men over 60, let's just say, right? But, okay. or let's say I'm not attracted to builders. I am not going to walk down the road and stare at a builder a certain way. Or I'm not going to be in a room with builders and be like, mm. or I'm not, I'm not going to, do you see what I'm saying? Like, just because you're not attracted. I mean, I can see, I want to push back a little bit. Why? I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if they're the same. Like, you're not being attracted to builders. No, I'm, no, but what's, no, a, what's a builder done no, to you? No, I know, but I'm not going to say like, I'm not attracted to white boys because, do you know what I'm saying? You don't know what can happen in your life. Do you know what I mean? That's why mm. I'm not going to say I'm not attracted to them race or whatever but i i listen listen it's just the way they you could tell do you think it's just a feeling it's the way they move you could tell that's that's point number one point number two that i have to say is that all of your favorite tweeters and i'm just being real the reason certain what's your gun man the reason certain people you go on their profile the page and they have like seven thousand followers or whatever and you don't really know why because they're humble now it's because they're making jokes about black girls that's the reason why they have seven thousand followers and that's fact yeah no one can tell me nothing that is fendi facts that's like when the when the the, big fendi of course when the pages are pulling out people's old tweets you're like oh i remember you recognize certain people's tweets and you recognise okay. their pages because that's the reason why they have all these kind of followers now. I could sit here and list names of people on Twitter who are kind of black girls. I could sit here and say it. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I remember, and everyone remembers, and it's so funny that these guys did not remember or their girlfriends didn't remember. Like, please don't get me mad today. And it was so... Another thing that pissed me off. Sorry, I'm just, I feel like I'm ranting now, but... No, no, talk, talk, talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject certain points, but definitely talk. Like I said, I'm here to listen. My blood pressure is raising because I feel like the... The girls who took the slack, Nella, Aaliyah, yeah. um, what was the other girl's name? What's her name? Howes? No, what was her name? Bells, Bella. I don't watch Bella. I watch Nella and um, Aaliyah on YouTube. These girls are young. These girls just finished yeah. the other day. And when, mm. when they were in school, as Nella rightly said, everybody was coming for them. I remember I said on this podcast that I found out I was dark-skinned because a boy told me. I didn't know. Someone called me Blick. I was like, oh. I didn't know. I didn't know I was dark. That's crazy. 
and yeah and he's he my friend or he was my friend at the time but and I didn't know I had big lips until someone told me I didn't know I had big thighs until a boy told me like all of these things you didn't know there was a problem to someone exactly exactly like I didn't know I was dark mm. do you know what I mean um yeah. so imagine me that being me at 15 and then at 15 I've got Twitter so everything people are telling me I'm like oh these girls da, da, da. oh yeah black girls are so rude man there's certain type of black girls on the bus that's not me there's a certain type of black girl in a rave that's not me some black girls wear red lipstick that's not me you had to differentiate yourself from the black girls that they were cussing to make yourself look different I completely understand what they were doing and why they were saying what they were saying on social media but it just upsets me that the people who who made them feel this way are at it out yeah you already know how about Miss Exposed already already and he was the number one the number one he would round up his troops on twitter and they would all be twitter fingers about black girls he was number one and for him to be out here doing i, I would never hit on a man's success but as i said he gets no sympathy from me when people drag up his tweets he's successful in his life he's doing albert hall things with um um what's it straight podcast. with the podcast which obviously that's yeah. that's, that's banging so i'm saying that's a very big achievement he's on the bbc he's been able to make a career people in institutions or whatever in mainstream culture look at his following think oh he's got a lot of numbers he must be an authority no the reason certain men have numbers is because they spent 10 years talking about black girls bearing in mind a lot of these men are big man as i said i'm 27 so when i was 17 they were 20 they were older than me so now they're in their 30s so they were doing all of this when they were in their 20s it's disgusting mm. so that's all right. i have to say no that's what i'm saying speak, no, of, it's, speak, speak your piece it's very it's annoying and i thought like that was one of the reasons i had to just come off internet because it's too much it was just too much everyone's come like this it was too much so, what, realize, so what you're talking about back in the day coming off or recently no, what's recently, happening recently and then you you realise everyone around you is a fucking race man. And these people could not practice <laughs> in real life. No, honestly, these men are neeks. I have to be real. Yeah. These men are fucking neeks. And in real life, they could not chat to me. They could not step around me or any of my girls because they're neeky. That's how they come on Twitter and just be neeky. In, so I'm saying, man, man says black girls are in red velvet cake. He is a neek. He's a neek. He's been a neek. Him and his girlfriend are both neeks. And that's the reality of the situation. Hey, bust your gun, man. Neek, and then you see girls saying, Oh, if anyone knows him in real life, you remember how he used to be a neek in school. You can tell. It's just loose. All right, cool. Let, 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 me, let me push back because I was like, this, this is space for good discourse and debate as well. Yes. Like I said, I'll definitely try not to interrupt on that. I hope I haven't. No, you haven't. So, and you know. I'll, I, I won't interrupt you because obviously you know me when I, when I get passionate about something. Uh, they know you as well. I've got, <laughs> I've got a false hand. They're like, oh, Essie needs to let false talk. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so, <laughs> some of your initial points were, yeah. obviously, you. I think you joined Twitter between 15 and 17. Mm. You and your friend, mm. obviously, to tweet about J. Cole. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned that a lot of the prominent people on Twitter, Black Twitter specifically, yeah. we're talking about our community, yeah. um, who have big followings, a lot of that was built off the back of yeah. those type of tweets. Yeah. So if I say to you, and I'm sure you probably heard this um, before, mm. that this was just a time period, not justifying mm. it, but this was just a time period where people will tweet rec, mm. tweet stuff for attention, which kind of lends to your argument about being neeks because yeah. you're looking for attention and validation from people you don't know via the internet. Mm-hmm. That to me is neeky. Mm-hmm. Put that to one side. Mm-hmm. If that was the um, quote-unquote done thing at the time mm. where do we go if people were doing what they felt was necessary to get attention get following and they were just doing like herd culture following the crowd follow fashion do is there any is there any space where a line can be drawn obviously it's easy for me to say because i have the privilege of not being 
a black woman in this instance yeah. here where I'm yeah. not directly affected. So yeah. I understand that because uh, I'm not trying to invalidate at all. Yeah. Um, but if we're being honest, having an honest, open conversation, mm-hmm. that was a done thing at the time. Mm. It seems like from you can tell me better than, than I than I can know because obviously I wasn't on there at the time. But mm. if that was a done thing, where do we move forward, Jordan? I don't know what maybe the right saying or terminology be here. Is there any slack? Can anyone be cutting any slack at all? I'm not cutting no one no slack, first of all. And secondly, we have moved on because it's something that from a young age, clearly, black women, black girls are taught. You have to move on. I, I'm not spending my whole life thinking about tweets that Mr. Exposed or certain other tweeters did in 2014. No, I've moved on from it. But if we're talking about this is what you did, this is what you did, and yeah. this is the um, effects and the result of what you did, just because me me sitting here saying this this is what you did, this is the truth. Like I'm, it doesn't mean I need to forgive you. I'm not forgiving you. Secondly, mm. your second point, or your first point, sorry, about um, that was a done thing at the time. Certain people weren't doing it. And people knew it's wrong because tweeting wreck or tweeting reckless, that phrase in itself denotes you're doing something that you shouldn't really be doing. It's risky. Yeah. Tweeting about someone tweeting porn at nine in the morning or you're tweeting wreck. Because you know, why are I tweeting? Do you know what I'm saying? You know that it's, <laughs> it's not something like that. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on the tube. You're retweeting porn you, and I'm right, scrolling. exactly. Don't be standing over me because you see cheeks on my screen at 8.45. Thank you, thank you. I'm already running late from work exactly. and now I look like a deviant thank on the train. A deviant. That's, so the, the phrase tweeting wreck, I remember it, but it, that in itself denotes you doing something that you should not be doing or it's risky or it's not. Mm. It's not socially accepted thing to do. And at the end of the day, yeah, we were young. But that same that same um, sixteen year old girl who's going for walks in the park with my best friend talking about why are they doing this or it's self hate. I was sixteen. I was young too, and I've done a lot of stupid yeah. things. Like I've done dumb things that you wouldn't do now. At sixteen, I was getting suspended from school. I was, I got Essie. yeah. Do you know? You know, I was banned from prom. But if my little cousin came to the house <laughs> and said she was banned from prom, I would knock her. I say, don't don't embarrass me, please. But, yeah. So obviously, there's stupid things that you do when you're young. Uh, of course, as a teenager, you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna, you're gonna, but I understand. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna be a bit more easily influenced. You're gonna follow easily people. Easily influenced, so. her mentality. But my brother never tweeted them tweets. Yeah. He never. He did it. That's just it. He did it. Yeah. You did it. So I'm saying yeah, certain yeah, people yeah, did because yeah. they're neat. So by the, that definition, I I don't need to forgive anyone because it's not like I'm harboring it in my heart. Like I'm not. It, it doesn't eat me up like it used to when we were young. Of it doesn't. Yeah. Like when we were in school, when we were... Fine. But then mm. you start, you grow up and you're around people who, you know, as I said, there's people, you keep people around you who would not be saying those things. So yeah. there's no one around me now, or even from when I was in college, there's no one around me, no one who was around me who would be saying those things. It was very like, I don't know, everyone knew each other of them days. They were all like from East or South. It just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's what everyone was going through in college and even into uni. That it's just, it's just, it's nuts, nuts. Yeah. But I think what I was saying on the pod a couple of days ago was that um, once again, not to invalidate, yeah. and I'll probably stop using that buzzword in a couple of seconds. <laughs> You're doing very well. Um, um, is that this thing is deep rooted? Yeah, it is. So those things don't fall out of the sky. No. Now I know a lot of people talk about. Um, like, Unfortunately, anytime we talk about colorism and stuff, mm. it always lends to dating. Like the world is bigger than just like men and women dating each other. But when we speak about that, I'm like, those things were taught to us, so it need to be unlearned. 
And within that, we're going to have the uncomfortable situations where this happens, people are going to get flogged, we're going to need to be held accountable. Like you said, mm. for as much as there may be 16 to 24-year-old boys doing that online, mm. your brother wasn't tweeting that, I wasn't tweeting that, Vans wasn't tweeting that, there were people that weren't doing that. So mm. why did they know better and weren't following the crowd and these other guys were? I don't know. So, I don't... Because even, uh, I even mentioned preferences, because those things don't fall out of the sky. They're con- you're conditioned to... Mm. The, the, the hoodie I'm wearing, the hat I'm wearing, mm. my last night, there's kids that wanting to put night ticks in the back of their head because of yeah. you're right. It's, it's right, seems, right. You're, you're like, you're, we're, we're spongy, we're susceptible to a lot of stuff. Right. So like I said, it's never to take blame away, but I look at those things, maybe maybe a bit, with rose tinted glass a little bit, where I'm a bit more empathetic, I'm like, that Donnie doesn't realise he hates himself. Mm. So that's why he's behaving that way because essentially it's a power thing. So mm. the only person in society you have a bit more leverage over is a person that looks like you, but is of a different sex mm-hmm. because adding the fact okay i'm black but then i'm i'm a man mm-hmm. so there's a woman out there who looks like me who i've got a bit more leverage over mm-hmm. and i can inflict some pain on me mm-hmm. and onto her so like even you mentioned the the whole nella thing mm-hmm. um i'm referenced i think you said earlier about um girls on the bus saying i'm not rowdy like her yeah people are trying to position themselves a little bit right, different right, right. so we spoke about on a pod uh said a couple of days ago um how do you feel about the whole response to obviously her being in quote unquote dragged, cancelled, losing followers, um, when all her old tweets were, were brought out. It upset me. Because because usually it's, it's like it's a big black man on the time and they're, they're definitely examples, but like for, for whatever reason, yeah. the conversation got shifted to a black woman. But it's like, not listen. for whatever reason. We know what the reason is. The reason it's in the same it's in the same cooking pot as the reason the tweets were said in the first place. It's in the same pot as the reason that these things even exist. The reason she is now dragged or she's now the scapegoat is in this from the same vein as the as black boys saying black girls are this, this, this. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Explain to me just a substantial what you're saying. So her what she tweeted and stuff, it was self-internalized. So everything that she was seeing, she was reading, and now for her to be dragged, it's like, okay, cool. The scapegoat is now a black woman. The, the person who has all this cancelled is a black woman. It's not any of the, as you said, the big hardback men who are whatever I didn't say hard back no 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 don't put words my mouth you mean like the daily mail what's wrong with you over there it's not it's not the countless 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 people them they could do one little tweet and they're good oh, I'm so sorry I've grown from that I'm sorry that, that affected you I've grown as a person ah see what I'm saying but obviously but then how to be real yeah it's not the Mandan's fault with regards to Nella being cancelled because we're not her demographic no 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 so it's not her may, may, it's not maybe her. maybe you need to maybe I wouldn't say it's a man but... Speak to some of you. Obviously, I don't know who, who dragged her tweets up initially, so I've got to be frank and honest. Yeah. It may have been to be like, you know what, look, hair, to kind a of deflect from... Yeah, yeah, a girl done it too, and a black woman as well. But then in response, because the same vein you're saying, um, you know, like, you don't have to forgive. Mm. I was saying that a couple of days ago, it is ironic that a black woman's like been the scapegoat for this. But why wasn't there a bit more of a collective response to uh, protect this person a bit more and like and like have a bit more empathy? I'm not saying you can't have discourse. I'm not saying mm. you can't if you want to. Mm. You're well within your rights to click on follow, mm. unsubscribe, no longer engage in content. Mm. But I felt some some of it was a bit more counterproductive because would you have the same energy for some of the other individuals who have done the same things who don't look like you, who don't prior to this represent you? Mm. 
I don't know how I don't know how you still flog her and embrace her at the same time. I don't know how you do that. I, no, because I think may not be the person, this, but this, it's like on this one, it's not Amanda, we're not her demographic. So yeah. if it's people that look like you that unfollowing her unsubscribing, yeah. maybe that shows how far cancer culture actually goes, that the power is actually really limited. Because you only have power over people that look like you, come through your community. Mm. And it's this case and kind of improving with another situation. I'm not blaming um the lats do saying guys for Cantonella because still for a second. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you can you hear the rustle on your end? Yeah. Can you hear it when no, it's no, no, sorry. It's my teeth. Um yeah, I'm not blaming, like you said, guys for Cantonella because you're not her demographic, but it is part of the wider picture. The obviously people cancelled her girls were cancelling her, but the reason that she is a scapegoat as a black woman is like I'm saying, tied into everything that has been happening. The person who's getting the most stick from this is a black woman. I'm not saying the things she said weren't wrong, they were, but it was self in yeah. it's self-internalized. Like ev- it was just of course. I'm saying. So that for me, that's why I am not sitting here and saying, Nella this, Nella that. There's no way. There's no way. There is no way. Because as she said in her video, I'm not that black girl. I don't we all done it. We all had to dif- differentiate ourselves. I'm not loud like that. I'm not on um, whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it was such a bad thing to be this particular type of black person. So, as I said, I will never sit here and say, the reason you said this, Nella... And no, no, sorry, because I understand the reason she said it. I also mm. But there'll be some people listening that saying, you're saying we, and I'm like, right, I don't speak French. What do you mean we? Uh, I, was what? In, I, did, I didn't have to differentiate myself. I was, you know, Could, I was I, very confident. In, who was confident? Cause, no, because no, you, no, you said um, we all had to do it. Oh, no, as in girls. Yeah, girls. yeah, yeah, as in girls. So yeah. you're saying there's girls. But there'll be some girls, they'll be, they'll be like, I don't have to. Yeah, do I don't that. have to. That's that's great that you did it. That's, no, but that's fine. I get it. Everyone, Everyone's opinion is valid. And you didn't have to, but Nella did. I did. My friends did. So I understand. And I think, okay. yes, we have the power to cancel someone who looks like us as opposed to someone who doesn't. That's, again, yeah. it's part of the hierarchy of life. Black people are at the bottom and black women are underneath black men in terms of social social standing. We all know that. So yeah. this is what I mean. There is a re- I, like you said, it's ironic that Nella and um, Bells and whatever are the, the target. It's not ironic at all. It's one and the same. It is part of the reason why we're in this mess in the first place because black yeah. women are right at the bottom. So women, men, everyone was dragging Nella. I'm not saying it was guys. No, no, no. It was girls as well. Yeah. Girls were saying, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. But again, that's part of the wider conversation. You don't understand. You don't understand yeah. what is happening. You don't understand what you're doing. You don't understand that. You th- Which is a point I was kind of making. Yeah. So I hope you're, I don't know how you feel. Maybe we're kind of agreeing here. Yeah. That, um, like I said, I'm speaking from praise of privilege because I'm not a target demographic. Mm. I don't, I'm not going to go and use a PLT code. Mm. I'm not watching I YouTube am. videos. I know you were yeah. like, I'm not buying the wig. I'm not, yeah. I'm not who she's speaking to when she's online, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if I can see, sit here and see, hold on, uh, there's something wrong with that a little bit, you yeah. know? Like you said, we're going to make sure we're clear, mm. not saying if you don't want to forgive, mm. that's entitled up to you. You're entitled to do what, because you have power in your following it, mm. but like I said, we might have to figure out how we flog and hug at the same time, you know, because even within this, the response and like, I'm happy you're here, we can have a chat. Mm. How do you feel about the influencer response a couple of days later? Everybody's got the Avi um well, such and such stand account mm, you know and some people feel like it's forced a little bit sneaky why didn't you stand up for her a little bit earlier mm, now it's a bit more safe to jump out and say yo we're backing her when mm, it was really hot in the kitchen mm, obviously the fire's died down mm, now you know mm, now you're suddenly available and you know you want to bust your gun talk to me about 
that that kind of feeling online. I think a lot of the people that I saw defending Nella were people like me, like we're just, we're just doing our thing, really. Not we ain't got fifty thousand followers, so I didn't. You're right. I didn't see any influencers come out and say leave Nella alone at the time. Like the the night after when I went on tour, I saw. Yeah, my whole timeline was filled with just like my peoples and stuff saying, leave Nella alone, da 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 da, everything I've just said. So in terms of the of influence response, I I don't know. I didn't really have any major thoughts on it, but I have seen people like you were silent when she was getting dragged. All of a sudden, when I come out and post a picture, I say, this is my sister, my sister, my sister. Um, and I think as well, some of them have posted support without, without, touching upon the topic which is obviously a safe thing to do they're not going to lose any coins talking about racism and colorism because they're posting a picture of their of their good friend Nella saying I love you so it's now. quite surface yeah yeah surface I didn't I didn't I don't necessarily have a problem with it because for me influencer culture is rooted in working with brands and keeping your brand on point so they're not they're, yeah. they're sticking to their brand they're not deviating from it like if influencers who who like you said are Said uh, have PLT codes and are selling foundation and and you know foundation. press on nails for etc. Like yeah. them de- talking about colors and suddenly I'm like oh, okay is that you? Whereas someone like obviously Alondi's brand is sex, so she's going to talk about sex relationships and within sex and relationships, race plays a big part. So her speaking about it isn't necessarily on brand. Certain other influences. I mean, I don't know. I don't. That's what I said. I wasn't. I wasn't. I don't have an opinion because, as I said, influencer culture is rooted in working brands and making money. So I didn't. I wasn't surprised, or I was like, it "Is what it is, really." Mm, of course, I'm getting your just for clarity purpose. I'm getting your in the moment, on the spot feelings. We didn't obviously discuss this prior to recording, yeah. so it was just something I remember because that's very recent over the last like 24, 48 hours. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I just thought that was. I just found that interesting because mm. even I'm like. Okay, cool. Because mm. I don't always like you know people might be going left, and some mm. people like straight want to go right mm. just to be mm. um what's the right term like just to be different. Yeah. But when I saw that, I was like, I can understand that a little bit because it does seem like a bit more okay, cool, safe now. You know, people <laughs> yes. like, okay, cool. it's safe now. Yeah, yeah. Let's communicate. And if you're if mm. we're both agreeing that it can come across as a bit surface, mm. then yeah, maybe it's a little bit disingenuous because I don't say we don't know any what conversation may have been had behind the scenes. We don't know what plan of action, but. You're more in tune with influencer um, culture than I am. Mm. But the little small understanding I have is you want to be perceived and seen a certain way. So it's very much like losing followers is a big deal. So you think that the reason um, certain people posted like two days after was because they wanted to be seen on the right side, like supporting their friend? People want to be on the the right side of history, even on the political scale at the moment. I'm on record, a lot of people on record of not being a Piers Morgan fan. But I can still like a broken clock is right, right twice a day. He's been so at, the mo- at the moment. He's been from what I can see anyway. In terms of if you want to put him on a bracket of a journalist, I know some people might know. If you want to put him on that bracket, he's the only person it seems that's like holding yeah, government the government accountable. accountable. Yeah. Is it is it Dominic Cook or Matt Cook, um, one of the people within government at the moment who does a lot of the conversations when it comes to interviews and he stands in front of the cameras? Yeah. He was very vocal about footballers and taking pay cuts and peers asked him directly. Would you take a pay cut? He said, no. He did turn around oh, and said, was, um, no, I will work harder. What is his name? The health Matt secretary. Hancock? Matt Hancock, the health uh, secretary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I work harder. All, I, don't, yeah. I don't have time for them at the moment. I really don't. You know, and he's even doing the whole, um, obviously the mood of the nation has shifted a bit differently yeah. towards Boris Johnson. So the articles he's writing are not in favour of Boris because that's the mood at the moment. Yeah. He's making sure that when this is done, 
we could be like, oh, yeah, Piers did his team yeah. still, but yeah. is it disingenuous because you're just doing stuff that, you know, I think in terms of, with the wind. In terms of um, Piers, I think there's, there's only a certain disingen- disingenuity only gets you so far. only gets you so far. And in terms hold your mic, you hold it again? Sorry. Just so we're good. In terms yeah, of cool. Piers, I think like he's actually he's actually vexed. So cool. I, I allow him. Piers is actually vexed. Even though he did slip in a tweet about Megan and Harris. Ah, Piers, let's focus. Yeah, but he's only mad about Megan because she turned him down. He's just a scorn. We know. Scorn we know. He we that. we yeah, know. Yeah. We know. Uh, in terms of the influences, as I said, I didn't really, I don't really have a, an opinion on that one. Yeah. Sorry. Nice no, finding. No, no. I I just wanted to bring up because, like I said, where that was in the moment. Yeah. Um. What else was out there? We can do some hot um, current topics. Tim Westwood. Oh, you know. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever, have you ever no. just for, for clarity purposes, you've been to, no, I wasn't asking you that. Have you been to a Tim Westwood rave over the years? Probably. Even in Fresh yeah, Island. Yeah. Um, he, listen, no, no, it really, when I. Okay, talk to me, Ashley. Talk to me about your Westwood like, experience. Madness about Tim Westwood. I'm like, what? Like, it's, it's not computing. Like, for me, Tim Westwood. Is, it's not computing. Tim Westwood is a person, I must say, yeah who mm. made it a point to immerse himself in what was happening. Like when I was um, in uni, obviously we'll come to uni raves, but even when I came, moved back to London and we started doing our own stuff, Tim Westwood would come and stand outside our events and flyer. I've seen Tim Westwood in like, in raves. I've seen him in raves, like, you know what I'm saying? in hood raves, flyering or handing out. Yeah. He's just, so he's got his ear to the streets to see what is going on. So his work rate I will never fault Tim Westwood Big Tim come on even in Fresh Island yeah he he did a set I, I went to yeah. a time ago he did a set and he was like shout out to all my dark skin girls who don't need to bleach I said Tim is that you I said okay yeah, Tim's, Tim's pandering said, some of you are lapping it up I man I said okay Big Tim but mm. I think people tweet people just tweet because man are saying oh I saw Tim Westwood come out of my uni to come so did no one think to take a picture no, not in the age of Snapchat, house party, Insta. T- no one took a picture. Because you're waiting for some evidence. No, I'm not waiting for evidence, but I'm just asking, mm. like, no. what's happening? Because we we love a UK gossip TV in 2020, in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would have been sent to them straight away. When I was in uni, I used to see Tim Westwood in the LRC. What's the LRC? Uh, the library, sorry, in the library. Okay. Um, cool. In Hearts, chatting to some of the DJs. So, yeah, he was right. on campus. But mm. if anyone saw Westwood coming out of someone's dorm, someone's halls, that would have spread around the uni. I'm not understanding I, I, I'm not The reason I'm bringing it up is because apparently Tim Westwood, allegedly, I ain't trying to get sued, but we still talk our shit over here, he likes a young thing. That's that's what the talk on the street, isn't it? You know? I, I can't, I don't have an opinion on that. That's a bit mad to me. I, I don't have an opinion mm. on that because that's mad. And all I'm saying is, who? who? Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to bring gossip to me, yeah, any facts, UK gossip TV. Esther, hold listen, on, hold on. the person that got chopped by Tim Westwood ain't coming out and admitting that. Like, no, you, one listen, I'm, no one in her hall. Listen, in hall, if you beat people. Tim Westwood now, you got delete my number. If you if you beat Tim Westwood, delete my number. Listen, because me, you can't be friends. <laughs> in university accommodation, in halls, they specified halls. In Hertfordshire, listen, in Hertfordshire halls, there's twelve bedrooms in one flat. And then okay. there's six flats in on. Come through the facts. Come through the flats. facts. And I was on flat three, I think. So you have to walk down past other flats to get to the floor. And then I wasn't even at the front. I was at the back of Dehab. So you have to walk through Dehab. This is what I'm saying. That 
you go mm. on TV, see Montana and his baby mom in Amsterdam. I had no idea who these people were. By the end of the day, he was well aware. I knew her sister, everything. Even got to gave us facts, 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 facts. The girlfriend got involved. The girlfriend's brethren got involved. These are facts. And Simontana, I'm sure you might know who he is, but he's not. He's not Tim West's status in terms of notoriety. Of course not. But yeah. by the end of the day, we knew. I do hear you from that, and because what it is is there are some people who are absolutely clueless. Tim West has been a a big DJ in the UK for a very long time. Some people are unhappy because obviously um, black culture and having a, yeah. a white face. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely understand that. That's a different conversation. I see tweets saying that um, Tim Westwood was nine when England won the World Cup. Just to put in perspective how old he I actually is. Was <laughs> when MLK got shot or Tupac got shot. Yeah. You know, no, apparently um, when MLK got shot, Westwood might have been like 12. I don't I don't know. They're funny. I don't know how true they are. I'd have to go and do a Wikipedia search and see his actual true date of birth. He's a grown man. I um, asked my dad. I said, I said, I was like, Dad, yeah. were you. Um, Alive and mine if the king got shot. Because you don't put two together. You, don't, <laughs> you think history is an isolated moment. You don't actually clock like when this was happening in America, your dad was here. Yeah, your dad was here. He's out here. Yeah, and yeah. I ask, ask your pops if back in the day if he ever went to a Westwood Rave, if Westwood ever played at a dance that your dad was at. I mean, no, I don't think he would go to Westwood Rave, like, I can't lie. Certain places, no. I mean he might have, but I don't nah. Sorry. Mm. Um so yeah, to ask him, I think he said yeah. Like I was, I was like, what? Yeah, we we forget our, our parents have lived a life; they've been out here for a long time, and it's not so... even that. You just forget that people these things in history that you're taught didn't happen back in the back. It happened. Really. Oh, yeah, they're not. They're not so so far exactly, ago. Exactly. So exactly. Long, no. But I mean, yeah, I'm not. This we this isn't even victim blaming because we haven't even got to the victim yet. I I, I, I want to mm. see. But but it is that's the thing though. So the talk will be that he's a nonce. We need to get Westwood out. Oh of my here. gosh. And so it's it's difficult because anything I'll, I'll say on this, I don't want to come across as defending him. And I'm going to draw a butt and a big butt. To be, for you to be in university, you have to be of a certain age. I, I'm, I hope I'm correct. At 18 plus, if I'm, if I'm correct. That's, mm. unless, unless you're a child genius and you're at uni a little bit younger, everybody at uni, for the most part, is 18 uh, and above. Uh, now, you're the age of being a consenting adult, you know. Mm. Now, could you be coerced? Possibly, is there a power dynamic? Yeah, I don't know what Donnie allegedly could be saying or not saying, but it's going to be difficult to do. Have a um, like what's what was the R. Kelly documentary? What was it called? Surviving, um, yeah, surviving Westwood. I don't know this is one how we if, if, if we ever get to that point because like he said one, who's going to admit to that? Two, if this happened, where's the um, the photo it's proof? Like, not saying like, the person tweeted. And they said with their chest, Westwood. I've seen, I've, seen a, I've seen a lot of those tweets. I've seen from people that I hope would never lie. So that's why I would argue it is because usually we wouldn't just entertain idle gossip. But it's something I've heard for a very long time. Um, and I've, I've seen Westwood on stage daggering a young girl. Like, that girl needs to hold an L. You don't let Westwood dagger you, you know? Hey. I ain't really think like about you, said, you, you, don't, you, you don't like 60 plus men. You're an ageist. You, would you let Westwood dagger you, Essie? I need to think about this because I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think to myself. When the surviving R. Kelly thing came out, and then people from Chicago were like, "We knew," and they're like, "We tried to tell you." We, they were like, "It was common knowledge that R. Kelly was in McDonald's in the malls, or that he would go drive around the school." Yeah, yeah, yeah. All them tweets are like, "Yeah, we this is this is not news to us. We knew." So I'm sitting here thinking, maybe this person tweeting is 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 telling us, "Am I not listening?" Am I not listening? Mm. Obviously, there's a, there's a difference there because um, we hope anyway that these these women are of. Yeah, of course, that's a difference. But 
because, because for their delegation is university in it. So unless I've seen anything different, I've missed something. Apologies, I stand corrected. Everything I've seen online, some people might be oblivious to this, that university, university. So these women are 18 plus. But also it's Twitter and Twitter, it's like, a, Twitter is, is, it's just too much. But I'm just sitting here thinking, I mean, I mean, all I'm saying is, all, I'm, all, all I am saying is in the age of gossip, and the age mm. of receipts. Because back then in Chicago and whatever, there was no UK, there's no shade bar, there's no gossip and receipts. <laughs> no, but honestly, rappers could move around. The shade room has ruined oh, our culture. It was obviously Corrine Stephens. And if it wasn't for her book, you wouldn't know who she stepped with, but she drew everyone out. But that's what it was. This is a different time and a different era. We have digital receipts now. Digital receipts. I'm, it's just, it's, I'm not, I'm just not getting it. I'm not getting it. I'm, I don't understand. As I said, see Montana, I had no idea who he was, but by the end of the day, I knew his ins and his outs. So how is it possible <laughs> that one of the biggest DJs, the biggest DJ, the biggest DJ in the United Kingdom yeah, is apparently doing this up and down universities? Mm. No one took a picture. No one ain't got a WhatsApp message or something. No one ain't. Because people don't care that, he is a is a is a like I said the biggest DJ. No one cares in the age of gossip. They don't care at all. Yeah. What's going on? I, I listen, boy. When I saw that tweet, I was like, "Oh come on, man!" I was like, "What are you not doing? You lot are just chatting mad. You lot are mad on this timeline, mad." And it was a guy who said it as well. And I'm like, "Okay, so so what? So you just gonna let that happen then? See what I mean?" What, what do you wait? Wait, hold on. Like, he said it was his bridging. He said it was his bridging. Yeah, so what you, what you don't stop her like it's, like if she's if she's she, like if if my it's, let's say it's me I'm at I'm at Hall's residence one of my flatmates walks in um and she walks in with Westwood yeah I swear to you yeah. I'm gonna die of laughter on the spot to the point where <laughs> maybe me maybe me maybe me laughing at her will embarrass her where like yeah she's like you gotta go or she doesn't talk to me but. You're, you're big enough to make your decisions, isn't it? So I just don't understand how you could tweet about it years later or a year later, not on the spot there and then. Because as I said, we are in the age of receipts. We're in the age of, of course. This is something that you'll tweet yeah. straight away. If you don't tweet it, you tell your brethren, oh my God, guess who's in my flat? Your brethren is sending that DM straight to yeah. the shade borough, straight to yeah. them. It's not making sense to me. You don't ask my question, would you? What if you, would you let, um, um, earlier, you, I don't know if you, have you heard me or you ignored it very swiftly. What? Would you let Westwood dagger you like he did that poor girl on stage? Hmm? It's, it's a question. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Answer me immediately. Don't be <laughs> At the end of the day, I this whole topic is just mad to me because I, I, I've, I, I've only had great experiences with Tim Westwood, and I really hope that someone uh? <laughs> listen. Stop that. Stop it. Stop that right now! I will, I will delete. <laughs> I will delete. Oh, I will I'm getting hot. Delete. <laughs> I will delete. You say delete this episode. I'll delete it. <laughs> as I was saying, as I was saying. Yeah, I'm listening. Um, yeah. So all of these allegations and stuff, it's not nice to hear. It's not good to hear. So I hope yeah. that, and also I hope that people. This circles back to what we talk about about old tweets. I hope that people tweet more responsibly. Don't be loose on the internet. Do not. Okay, so if this isn't true and people are just talking for the sake Don't of talking, don't be loose on the internet because you can't be just because you think someone is so far removed from you. That's what I've learned. You think that a celeb or a DJ or whatever people are not far removed from you. The world. Mm. Don't. This is my advice from this episode. Do not 
be loose on the internet. Do not do it. Right. If you have an opinion, if someone bars you in the street and they're of a certain race, a certain colour, do not tweet it. Do not be loose. You know when the whole thing was happening, I went through my tweets and I searched SE London, Somali girls. And you know what? Uh-huh. Me saying in 2015, Somali girls have the best makeup. Teach me, sis. Then I said it again in 2018. Why do Somali? Because I don't tweet loose on the internet. I do not. I don't. I can't. But what do you feel about, obviously, I know we spoke, I don't want to go to spend too long. What do you feel about people centering themselves or making themselves the face of these, you know, um, self-righteous conversations when they've been able to do a sweep of their tweets? Mm, who? I'm saying people in general, because it's not far-fetched yeah. um, that people, delete people their- have... Yeah, they've leaked their tweets. Boy, it's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And people tweet on Twitter. Get me? People be tweeting. So even me, sometimes I be tweeting. I say, no, I stop. stop. I have to go back and delete because I'm just trying to shit. I'm just, mm. it's just pages and pages of nonsense. But people be tweeting. And for some people, I feel like the validation online really, it really means a lot to them. Yeah, and it reinforces their how they view themselves if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's essential for them to, you know, center themselves, be part of this, that, and the other. At the end of the day, this whole episode, not this episode, but the episode on Twitter is exhausting, it's tiring, and I hope we can actually move forward. I hope we can move forward. And I hope the takeaway is don't be loose on the internet. And don't be a colorist, don't hate yourself. Don't, and... yourself. don't tweet mean things about people. And that's it. There was one thing people say, oh, Twitter back in the day was you could you could have better jokes and everyone's less uptight. No, just because people were allowed to be rude and say things they wouldn't say in real life. Don't be rude about other people. That's it. That's that's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, I like a light, a light sprinkle of um spicy energy from time yeah, to time. Yeah, of course. But people I know. Yeah, of course. Okay. So you can take the joke. Yeah, that. but... Yeah. Just... Speaking about spicy energy, though, mm. um, obviously, the NS10 V10 no signal.com big platform, shout out to them once again. Mm-hmm. Um, your Lord and Saviour took an L in the clash. My Lord and Saviour? Your... Yeah, um, Beyonce knows Carter um, was clashing... I haven't forgot about that. Right, Carrie. Carrie. I blocked that out from my memory. I completely forgot. No, I just thought I'd remind you, just being I mean, I a good friend I am. At the end of the day... It's just a little quarantine fun, isn't it? So it doesn't, mm, mm, it doesn't mean anything in the long run. And you say it's not a Grammy. No, mm, and Beyonce mm, is well aware of her position as the best artist on the the planet. Um, and also her Mariah friends. So it's lighthearted, you know. I'm trying to think what Beyonce... Yeah, the song selection, a little bit sticky. I would have picked different songs, but... Mm. Beyonce's catalogue is very, very vast and everyone has their own individual favourites. That's, that's nothing you have to remember, is that they only get, what, 15 songs and everyone has their own... Like, I have a different 15 favourite songs to the next person, but I think I generally know what are her biggest songs. Like, I don't listen to Crazy in Love, but it's one of her biggest. But you, so, you, so you don't listen to what you play in a clash, if necessary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find it interesting that I'm a fellow um, lover of Beyonce like yourself... Um, could fail so miserably, uh, you know. It wasn't about they should have no, they should, no, no, they selected you, man. They should have, you should have put your hand up for that one. That's a no brainer. Come on, everyone. Okay, I'm saying everyone, it's easy to say in our circles, whatever, but it's quite clear <laughs> how you think about being say. So you should have been selected. It's okay because hopefully I'll get the job done when I 
represent, you get me, my people, them. Oh, can we talk about that? When yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. My so, NS, NS10 v10, you're doing this Wednesday. Yeah, I'm doing Western. The trio hailing from, or hailing, sorry, hailing. From, from West from London. London. Obviously, oh, it's your favourite rap princess. From West London. Ah, I took your <laughs> shit. Yeah. What's your gun, man? I'm um I'm doing Western on Wednesday against N Dubs. And all I'm gonna say is Lock in. You can like, can I can yeah, I yeah. can I can I should be honest with me, yeah? like if you select a song, yeah, mm. and the song in response or the song prior was better than yours, yeah, yeah. Am I allowed to to vote honestly, or should I just vote with pure gender? Hmm. <laughs> Is this a test of our friendship? <laughs> vote honestly, but listen, to me, there's only one end up song. Yeah. Underneath the bridge, that song, that song is cold. And out any day, that song is cold. Other than that, mm. I think it's nostalgia. And yeah, it's about the popularity and all of this. But we have to, we have to be honest and real with ourselves. And as far as I'm concerned, N dubs cannot beat mm. western in a sound class and i love dappy i want no let me take it i don't love dappy but i think dappy his musical ability cold dappy yeah. cold cold cold, cold. Mm. Fazer's, does, he's a producer in it phaser now he's a producer yeah that's what he has to do talisa don't have mm. x factor whatever whatever but we just have we have to be real in terms of music which is what the class is about there's no what well, i'm not trying to hear it, <laughs> hear it. obviously it was a pop group that I rated a bit more, you know, a, yeah. a Mystique, uh, uh, a Spice Girls, even a Liberty, actually, no, a Blue, Blue, Blue. Simon Webb. Blue, Blue versus Western. I say, boy, Blue, fam, Blue, they were my guy. You know, I'm in the Blue um album cover. <laughs> my name. <laughs> oh, this is, this, is this a Fendi fact. Yeah. I was part of the right, I'm, I'm, when I was younger. He was a part of the blue. You love pop music, innit? Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. I was part of... I'm a good person to do this because I, I know all kinds of music. I was in the blue fan club yeah. when I was younger and they put everyone's name in the fan club in their last album cover in their sleeve. So I, I'm in it. If it was blue versus western, I'd say, boy, boy. You say it's tight. It's tight. Cause so what we should do, yeah? Mm. Obviously, I don't want to ruin your set list, innit? And I think I've expressed maybe my like I done it thirteen yet. to fifteen you? that I had to let for Western, yeah. Mm. So let's try and build an argument for N Dubs, yeah. The argument and see be... what's and see what songs we select. You be... give me five, and I'll give five if I can find some. So your N Dubs, I'm Western. No, no, no we were both we were selected for N Dubs. We're picking ten together. You should pick five, and I'll pick five. Underneath the bridge, underneath the bridge. I swear, big two. I swear. What's this? What's the lyric? I remember times you were tying me to the chair. Yeah. Hey, wheel it! Big <laughs> tie me up, wheel it. I love that song. Um, and I was listening. To, I was listening to something dubbed last night. That's the one with Titchy Strider. Mm. Well, exactly, exactly. I don't know. Let me see. And also, all of end dub songs sound the same because it's just, you know, defeat you. So we got I swear, oh, defeat you. Though. You don't like that? How's it go? That's my vocal range mad on here like that. Mm, they've got pop songs though, haven't they? Yeah. Obviously, n have a very big catalogue of songs. Mm. Not big, but they've got a catalogue in it. Um, yeah. 
they have end of essentials on Apple Music. Oh yeah, that's I forgot. Defeat is one with Chipmunk. Oh, oh Chip, they got some with Mister Hudson. Oh, that's what you're talking about with um Tinchy with number one. Number one, like yeah, that's fine. Oh, the Hudson song playing with fire. Oh, fine. Yeah, and the Clash has getting watched. I, if you don't win on Wednesday, yeah, because <laughs> now I'm trying to select the end of ten. Listen, it's looking tight. Listen, listen. If I don't win, it's because N-Dub's old-school pop fans came in the votes and destroyed the thing. But yeah. realistically, we all know Western song selection. Come on. Come on. Western, like... People don't give Western the, the, the pop sense. People think, oh, Western's just into and, and whatever. No, 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 no. Don't, anyway, I'll show them on Wednesday. But there is one song we're probably forgetting, N-Dub's versus N-Double-A, Big Nasty. Oh, I don't, do you remember that song? No. Nasty and double. Oh yeah. yeah, the big song. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. that was a grab. And then, then, and then, and then, the, and then the ring and that, and that's this when Nasty yeah, was. Yeah, Nasty yeah. was out yes. here. That was a big know. song. New, new age army. Okay, for so the old school grime listeners. Got two, two hits. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, did Endos go to number one or they had top ten? We all know why. Like, yeah, they probably had number one or two. They probably had number one or two. Um, so alive with Skepta. You know. I'm trying to build a case here, ain't it? So, uh, you know, our, our listeners, give us um, give us a ten. Actually, no wait. Love my slum with Baker Trouble. No, there's a couple of little rhythms there still. That's fine. There's a couple of little rhythms that's there. Still. I don't dispute that. I'm sure, like, like I said, end up have end up have a good catalog of music to select from. But we we need to be sensible and logical and smart. Yeah. Western. I'm gonna say. So you're saying you're getting you're, you're getting end ups out of here on Wednesday, just. You know, they have to. They, they just, have got to go. Okay, just I just want to make sure you sound confident that you're ready. It's not even a confidence thing. It's just that me being factually honest, they have got to go. Like with Wizkid and Vibes Cartel, we all know that Vibes Cartel, like it doesn't make sense. That's like Beyonce and Ariana Grande. It doesn't make sense Wizkid and Vibes, but we all know that Wizkid, no, sorry, Vibes is built for a sound clash. His music is yeah. built for clash. So I'm saying, mm. cool, Wizkid won, but he won because of the Wizkid FC. End up in Western, you know. To me, there's even if I wasn't from West, <laughs> even if I wasn't a West under honey, I would still know. If you lose after all of this, <laughs> yeah, but this is what I'm saying. How am I going to lose on votes? If old school, for example, if Blue versus Western, all the old school Blue fans would come and destroy the thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that will work in social media because just a little bit too. Too long ago, unfortunately. Yeah. I think Endos is still within like our scene, even though Blue World pop act in it. So mm. not taking anything away from him, but like Western, obviously, that's like homegrown oh, yeah. from West London. Yeah. Even Endos, obviously, they went and went pop, but at the start, it was Channel U. So it's still it's still relevant enough, and they're both groups, three individuals. Endubs, and then, nah, people are going to be voting on the styles. I'm like, come on, man, please, please. And then I could just see Daffy getting involved and Daffy being rude. Oh God, you know he's he's volatile. <laughs> We'll get Dappy out of here, man. No, like, Dappy, to, get, to get his foot back no, in. Dappy is a is a, he's good on hooks. He does his thing. I can't even like at all at all. Yeah. Dappy's good on hooks, but mm. no, I'm sorry. It's so it's it's Western season, right? All right, actually. So this Wednesday, nine pm. There's no signal dot com. Should have sent out links and that. Mm. Western versus N Dubs, ten for ten. SU representing Western, you know, West London's finest. West London's so, finest. Make sure Ooh. you uh, you do the damn thing. I will uh, try to be as honest as possible with my votes. 
So um, like, so, I'll be yeah. honest. I'll be like, you know what? That was a good end up song. Well, I've got time for that. That was that was cute. That was cheeky. Like I was shaking. But but hair hold his bottle. Yeah, you know, you know, have Medusa, have Shana, have vice versa. Mm. Like texting, texting, have best friend, have you know. I don't know. You gotta be careful. I'm gonna give you a little a head up though, because best friend ain't there ridden. Then we can have features. Feature category. That's my best friend. That's my, young Tef. All right, cool. We'll see. Just, just double check. I'm just giving you some advice. I don't want you to throw it around by using that. So, but yeah. I'll ask Jojo. But I think you have two feature categories or one feature category with mm-hmm. a song that's not theirs or them featuring someone else. Yeah, just because obviously that's not the original track. Because I remember when I was formulating my list, I left it out. And some people, how can you leave that out? Yeah, because it's not an original track in it. So, and the only thing, the only thing with that though is, if a song was a banger mm. and you use it, you've already got like the skeleton of a song. Like you can't. No, no, no. I didn't. You can't. No, you can't no. make. You can't make. You can't. You can't remake a, like the Young Folk Best Friend song mm. and it be crap just purely off like you already loved Best Friend. All you got to do is put your bits in. No, that the song was the, the better version of Best Friend, definitely. No, impossible. Definitely, Western was the better song, hundred percent. No, 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 no. Oh, Pose. What are you doing, Because uh, there was that during. It's maybe not a conversation for today, but there was a time period. I'm not even the most massive Young Fug fan, but when he was out here, pass me the hookah, Danny Glover, that Danny, that Danny Glover, and I think he's got, um, I think he's got Nicki Minaj in a remix, so I'm right, Danny Glover. Young Fug was great to me once in Fresh Island. You got best, I don't, I don't even know you, I don't even know you I anymore, you got best. Which story. the story, is that what's so bad? To me. I like this, we're going on a bad tangent, so, so we moved off from I was, the clash. I was working, Young Fug was rude to you, what happened? I was working, um, I was in press, at Fresh Island, okay. I was backstage, and um, French Montana was standing next to me. Okay. Young Fug was in front. It was very, it was crap. It was in the the artist tent, and it was crap. I'd done my interviews. I'm trying to leave, and it's one of them them tents, like the white, like um, what's the word called? Marquees. It was a marquee. Yeah. There's only one entrance, one exit. So I'm okay. I've left my way, left the sofa. So I'm trying to go out now. And everyone's just around me. There's groupies, all this. I'm like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. So I'm trying to tap Young Fug to say, excuse me, can you, can, can I get around you? It was so, if I could have walked around this man, I would have walked around him, but I couldn't. I was like, sorry, can I just get out of the way? And I didn't even know it was him in it. So I was like, sorry, excuse me. And he was ignoring me. So then I tapped him like, sorry, can I just, well, you know, it's like the tap. It's like, sorry, can I just, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was the West London tap, innit? So I was like, excuse me, can I just, cool. So I'm tapping him mm-hmm. His bouncer's looking down at me and his bouncer's like, yo, Move out the way because the bouncer was facing me and he was facing that way, or, uh, chatting to whatever. So his bouncer's like, Yo, move out the way, but his bouncer didn't tap him. So maybe he thought, Oh, so his bouncer was saying, Move out the way to young thug, not to right? Me. Okay, so his, his bouncer didn't tap him. I, I'm tapping him. He's obviously thinking the bouncer's talking to me in it. So he's turned around and he's gone, Yo, you need to chill. Yo, you need to chill. I said, I'm trying to get through. And then his bouncer was like, yo, move out the way to him. And I've walked past and I'm just like, and he's like, bitches need to chill. Bitches need to chill. I was like, mm, no, I'm trying to get past. I was thinking, you're a dickhead. What a waste, man. So after that, I was very offended by Young Fug, but I'm over it. It was a long time ago. But that was- So have you forgiven Thugger Thugger? Forgiven him. That was my story. But this is another thing. Be nice to people because I, was, I wasn't trying to get a picture. I'd done my day's work. I was like, excuse yeah. I kept saying, excuse me, can I get through? Excuse me, excuse me, can I get through? It's like, you need to chill. I was like, well, I would be chilling if you moved out of the way. Yeah, I can see both sides. Obviously, well, you're, on, you, you, you're, 
No, I'm, 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 in, I'm on your side oh. first, first, but I can understand. <laughs> loud music in environment, don't know how many times don't need to be stopped, touched, grabbed, yo, it yo. Was loud. Picture, it was, there music. It was back. Was, everything was done. It was in the mm. artist's tent. There was no yeah. music. The concert was finished. Everyone's trying to go home. There's some groupies there. There's there's people drinking. I'm trying to leave because I need to get back to my hotels. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. There was no music happening. It was just people's voices. Right. You, you, you right, you right, all right, you right. We back. Essie High, we back. <laughs> <laughs> we back. <laughs> uh, we back. Now, I'm happy we've done this, man. We covered a few things. Tim Westwood loves young tins. No, allegedly. Don't, don't say that. Don't say that. And allegedly, all you, you, you got to do, listen, you got to say something salacious. Just sprinkle allegedly on it. I don't, I don't. You got to sprinkle like... allegedly how Americans sprinkle parsley. Just sprinkle allegedly. I don't like that rumor. I don't like it at all. But that's what the streets are saying. This, that's what the streets are saying. That's what I'm here for. That's what we've got to do. Obviously, Beyonce Savage Anthem remix. You know, you're the best person to speak to about that. Um, Classy. Western. Ratty. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Western end dubs this Wednesday. Um, I've, I want to be honest. Here. I've got a, a, a guilty pleasure, which is slack music, isn't it? Mm. And I was saying before we recorded, um, Queen Lady Gangster. Is, is running the streets at the moment. If you don't know who that is, then you need to get tap, to know. Hey, someone push back. Well, I'm mean, going now to get back. Hey, then I wonder if I really queen that. Then I wonder if I really queen that. Hey. All right, full of chat. I'm mean, now taking now back. Take back. That's mm. a, that's, that's a mood still. Mm. That's, that's a big mood, I man. To, yeah. like, step outside, outside. And outside opens, my taps mm. will be double tap. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, this this has been fun, man. Um, let the people know where they can find you, interact, and uh, what they need to do to tune in on Wednesday at SCLDN on all the socials. Wednesday is there's no signal.com, I think. Also, follow Sanctuary London because we do pub quizzes on Tuesday on Instagram, and also we do Sanctuary Sundays on um Sunday nights, which is a live stream live stream wonderful man i like this man just over just under an hour 20 we've had a nice little chat um and the people missed you man thank you i miss you it's not the same i'm recording from home I know. so we've we, we had to make it work hurry up and get that microphone it's not it's, I'm, not, I'm telling you i've got so many things it just says delivery date and the date's passed and where are my items <laughs> honestly some things came some things didn't it says delivery date like 20th of april yeah. been and gone no mic no, not going to close. A little rust on the stub. We're good, though, man. Hey, people, you know the hashtags. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Off the cuff worldwide, baby. There we go. Okay. You love that. Make mm-hmm. sure you rate, you review, subscribe. We just did a little bonus episode. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Definitely, I've seen a few people say that we like more than one episode a week. So I want to try and make happen happen. So a short format, try and get a bit more interactive, a bit more fun, games, mm-hmm. dilemmas. So please send them in. You know what to do. Make sure you uh, tune in on Wednesday. Essie's going to shut down the place. But, but, but. And if she, if she doesn't, we riot. We already know the vibes. <laughs> we burn this place down. <laughs> Come on. I love every time. Thanks for having me. Bye. No problem. Bye.